Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Urban Wire. Brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash And 
Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash UCLSW. We also have a Facebook page about to open up chat. Um, so those who uh, want to call in and chat, feel free to do so. But definitely, once again, I'm going to remind you guys, please check out our show on Monday. We might have a show on Saturday with James. I'm not sure yet. But uh, we're going to go straight to the lines here. Um, before we jump to our uh, jump to our song and see if our caller has anything to say, caller, are you there? Three three one. Hello. Three three one. Can you hear us? Yes. Okay. Well, just listening for now. Do you got anything to say as of yet? Oh, I'm I'm gonna listen. Okay, then. All right, well, we're going to go to a song or two, and when we come back, we're going to jump into our conversation. Um, Like I said, we have a couple of callers that we're expecting to call in. Uh, We have an eyewitness to some bull crap that's been going on in Broad Ripple, and they're going to call in and give us a firsthand um, account of what they saw. Because y'all black folks need to quit spending y'all money just, you know, with anybody. and just You know, you just, you just Support anybody, and you don't care. You go out there and spend your money, and then you want to get upset when they discriminate against your ass. So we're gonna talk about that, and we're gonna, we're gonna talk about a host of uh, uh, a lot of things. Miss DeAndre, she's gonna be here shortly, and Michael, he'll be in at the top of the hour. Um, he'll be in around eleven ten. So everybody, just keep it locked. We're gonna go through some music, and we will be back after this. You are now listening to the Urban Choir, brought to you by the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, where we shine a light on issues in the urban community. Hit us up at www.youtube.com forward slash UCOFW, or check us out on MySpace at www.myspace.com forward slash UCOFW. Have you would take this? 
So mommy come listen Mommy I realize that I'm mad Speak a language of love like Spanish Y'all don't believe I'm so obscene Know what I mean Yeah, fine, I was Portuguese And I speak with ease Please <laughs> Get on a knee I got a penny for your thoughts If you know what I mean But I don't wanna be loved I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quickie No bite marks, no scratches And no hickey If you can't get with that Mommy, come get with me I don't wanna be loved I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me your wish list, I have you addicted So mommy, come with this Don't be offended, babe By what I say It's just a game And how I play village and panda Call me a mama Knock on this wood, get rocked by this thunder Don't be offended, babe By what I say It's just a game And how I play village and panda Call me a mama Knock on this wood, get rocked by this thunder I don't wanna be loved, I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quickie No bite marks, no scratches, and no hickey If you can't get with that, mommy come get with me I don't wanna be loved, I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me your wish list I have you addicted So mommy, come mix this I don't wanna be loved I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quickie No bite marks, no scratches And no hickey If you can't get with that Mommy, come get with me I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me your wish list, I have you addicted So mommy, come mix this I don't wanna be loved, I don't wanna be loved I just wanna quickie No bite marks, no scratches, and no hickey If you can't get with that Yeah
motivation. Go, go, go. Uh, girl, I turn that thing into a rainforest. Rain on my head. Call that brainstorming. Yeah, this is deep. Oh, but I go deeper. Make, make you lose yourself. And find us keepers. It go green light. Go, 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 to go. I like to taste that sugar. That sweet and low. But hold up, wait. New position. I put her on my plate. Then I do the dishes. She my motivation. I'm her transportation. Cause I let her ride. While I drive her crazy. Then I just keep going, going like I'm racing. When I'm done, she hold me like a conversation. We the babe.
And we want a variety of issues. We want a variety of perspectives, too. We want conservatives. We want uh, we want liberals. We want some of everything. So if you, you're interested in becoming a commentator, you know, which, which, which does video interviews, or if you like to do written articles, just get in touch with me. You can email us at ucofw at live.com, and that's ucofw at live.com. So email me there, or a lot of you guys know me on Facebook, so just hit me up on Facebook. You send me a message either way. Uh, Trying to see what else we have going on. Um, hit us up on Twitter, and you'll, and you'll get, like, updates and, you know, different, you know, videos. We like to send out little funny stuff here and there. And you can you can get up, you can join us on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash ucofw. Um, we haven't been on our MySpace page in a while, and I'm, like, debating if I should still keep that going with the blog and stuff like that. I don't know. But you guys can hit us up on MySpace.com slash UCOFW and um, hit us up on our YouTube channel, too, and subscribe and just, just support us because we're trying to get a positive message out. Um waiting on one of my callers to call in. Um, I know she, I was discussing with her earlier. Um, about an incident that happened in Broad River, and um, she's supposed to be calling in with her story, and we're going to follow up more on this, and I think I might do a show about this on Saturday with James Roberts, which um, he's one of our, um, he, he drops in periodically, he's one of our commentators on the Urban Wire, and we're going to probably do a show on Saturday, depending on if I'll be in town, so I'm not sure yet. I'll probably be back in town in time to do the show, but we're going to really talk about um, what's going on in Broad Ripple because there's a lot of us that are spending our money out there and not being treated equally. So a lot of people need to be aware of this because if you're going to be spending your money in an establishment and they're not treating you the same or they're treating you like a second-class citizen, I'm going to call you on it because really we need to get to a point, people, where we don't stand for we we won't we we can't take a stance for this. So we're going to talk about that, and also we're going to get on our main topic here. Um, and I think we'll probably get on that around 11:30. I'm hoping we can get to this tonight about stepping your game up because there's a lot of people out here that are in the dating world, and you know when you when you when you approach someone or if you're putting yourself out on the market, you need to, first of all, have yourself together, have your business lined up before you try to jump in relationship. Because so many times we try to jump in relationships with other people and we don't have our own affairs in order. So we're going to talk about that. Um, as far as politics is concerned, um, we're definitely going to talk about this debt crisis. And, uh, and I guess the, the honey, the queens are, are coming for uh, Miss Dan Savage because he would not do a video for it. It's better. So, well, no, I mean, GOP attacks Dan Savage. I'm sorry, because they don't want anything to do with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, they're getting tired of people doing these videos. So they, they've been, honey, they, they've been attacking the queens. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get on that. What else? Um, 
we're definitely going to get on Michelle Bachman and her crazy behind. And also, we're going to um, talk about the don't ask, don't tell, um, you know, thing is going to be repealed. So, well, I think it's already been officially repealed. So, we're going to talk about that. Very controversial, so, you know, bear with us. You know, we're still getting things set up and stuff like that. So we're just going to probably go to a couple more songs. Once again, y'all, y'all need to call in. This show is for y'all. You know, don't just sit there. You need to get involved. Call us at 646-915-8200. And uh, we're going to get into it and get in it. So, uh, once again, hit us up and... If you if you wanted to jump on the website and chat that way, you can. But we have a Facebook page, too, and um, group pages put in the Urban Coalition of Freelance Writers, and you'll be able to find it. And make sure you, if you want to join that page, that's fine. So you can get updates and stuff, and you can post on the wall. Just, just come in and make yourself home. You, you know, feel at home. You know, post what you want to post. You can post the videos, comment on whatever you hear. We just want to really get a dialogue out here going because we really don't have something like this in Indianapolis. So we're trying to get a pro- pro- progressive voice out here that, you know, because I think everything we hear so much that Indiana's like so conservative, but I do believe that we do have a market here in Indianapolis specifically for the liberal audience. So we're just trying to make that possible. And we are going to make it possible, and you know it. it you know, and, it, and it's only going to be as successful as you guys make it. So, um, with no further ado, we're going to go to some more music, and we will be back here um, probably a little bit after eleven, eleven oh five. Hopefully, I think Michael should be in between uh, eleven ten, eleven fifteen. So, um, and Miss DeAndre, you know, she's going to come in. She's going to do the entertainment. She's going to get y'all girls together. So, you know, um, we're going to go to a little Beyonce. But, you know, we need to get this hype. We need to get this party started. And we might go to a little bit of Rihanna. I don't know. You know, I, you know, I'm, I like to throw stuff in there. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, we will be back shortly.
Metal shaking, they be like Congo, man. I'm shaking the city like Quake. The haters blue in the face like Gonzo, cause I'm breaking the cake, so let's make I'm taking the game, the game's mine. Yeah, I witness the change, it's my time. Yeah, I'm new to the game, but y'all might wanna say you act crap, stay like save the time. I can dance, homie, I don't do that. Y'all looking at something like a truth, yeah. A girl told me that a man that can dance might could possibly get down with the tool in his hand. Now I'm a lady, let me see it vibrate. And when it's over, you ain't gonna need your bird. Now I'm a pro, make you bend your back low, then the pounder real bad to like the percolate.
niggas in the mall go. He can roll with the crew, he can sell loud. But I think I like a murder when he dole out. When I think I like a murder with the fitted cap on. He ain't even gotta try to put the Mac on. He just gotta give me that look. When he give me that look, then the penny coming out. Oh, 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 excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. You know I really got a thing for American guys. I mean, die. Sickening eyes. I can tell that you're in touch with your feminine side. Oh, yes, I did, yes, I did. Somebody please tell him who the F I is. I am Nicki Minaj, I'm at some dudes up. That coops up and chuck oh, the dudes up. Really, it's 
it's it's not like downtown Indianapolis, which downtown has this classy spots, but it's not as rough. It's more mild, and it's it's really I don't want to say a lot of Bougetto people go there, but like it's it's one of those things like where uh, I think this might be Aunt Deandre. We're gonna go to the lines. Uh, Miss Deandre, is this you? Yes, it is. Hey girl, how you doing? I am doing great. Yes. Well, we're just starting to talk about the um, whole entire Brian Ripple thing. And what I was telling people, because James is supposedly, and I have another guest supposed to be calling in here shortly. I was just telling the people out there that we need to start uh, being serious about it. We need to stop talking about it and be about it. If, if mm-hmm. we, we can sit here and talk about how we're discriminated against all the time, but, uh, but really we need to start talking about, you know, doing, put some action behind our words because, you know, we'll sit here and get discriminated against and then we'll turn right back around and go to these establishments. Mm-hmm. If we spend our hard-earned money, uh, you know, going to these places where they see us as second-class citizens. Yeah. And, you know, and I really feel that we as a people – we need to. Uh, Are you able to hear me? You, I can you hear you. Me okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need, as a people, to start banding together. We need to start boycotting places that treat us as second-class citizens, but they so quick to take our money. And some of these places mm-hmm. won't even let us in. They'll find like little petty reasons um, to uh, deny us interest. But like, I really think that. We have to start speaking out against this because they are almost, that's almost, I want to say that's, well, that's definitely discrimination, but that's almost like a hate crime, I think, because mm-hmm. you're denying us based on things that aren't even relevant. You know what I'm saying? Like, you allow a white person, and, and please don't get this mixed up because I am far from racist, but I'm just speaking the truth. You know, you you allow a white person into your establishment wearing the same exact thing that this black person over here is wearing, but you want to deny the black person from getting in. I, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I think we as a people, we got to get our we got to get our business straight, and we got to let these people know, hey, we're not going to come into your establishment. We're not going to support you, and you know, we're going to draw back until you. Until you treat us equally, like that's just that's exactly. just all into it. So I don't know. I mean, how do you feel about that? Me personally, I wouldn't support any any establishment that didn't, you know, welcome my kind there. Right. So. Right. Especially like when you know they. And the thing about it is, and I'm saying this myself. In the past, but I just thought it was just, you know, maybe it's just a freak incident. But I have seen them deny entrance to a whole group of black men. And they don't even be fresh mad, but they'll find one small reason to stop, you know, to stop them from coming in the club. And you know how we are. We're not going to go. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to allow, you know, we, we stick together for the most part when it comes to going out. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go into a club if one of our friends can't go in. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like it's gonna be everybody in the group or nobody at all, and they they try exactly. to do that. You know, 
And I, man, I can't wait till Miss uh, Brittany calls in and tells us about what she saw on Saturday night because they really offended me. But you know what? I've heard this that this has really gotten bad. It's always been like this in Barbara, but it's gotten bad in the past month. And they were talking about this on the radio too. So I'm going to uh, put it out here. And you know how we do. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if they like it. They got problems. Because what I'm going to do, to be fair, I'm going to uh, I'm going to reach out to the vote, and I'm going to see if they can have a spokesman or a spokeswoman come on here and tell us um, what's going on. And if they don't want to talk, we're going to let you know. We're going to let you know that they refuse to um, accept our interview. I mean, or accept our invite to come on the show and explain themselves because I feel that they owe that explanation to the community. If you're going to sit here and discriminate against us, then you need to uh, tell us why you why why you will not allow us to come in there. And I, when, when I say you're not going to allow us to come in there, I need you to give us a specific reason why. I, I need to know why, and I don't want no bullshit excuse either. It just, mm-hmm. just is what it is. Okay, we have another caller online. Um, Michael, is this you? Nah, this is James. Okay, what's up, James? What's going on? Yeah, I know you. I know you at work right now, and we mm-hmm. were just getting on that topic about bribe ripple because I have another person that's supposed to be coming in here shortly, Brittany, and she's going to give us a firsthand account about what she saw on Friday. I'm waiting for her to well Saturday when she went out to bribe ripple. But while we have you here, real quick, can you tell us? What was your personal experience out in um, Wild Ripple? And tell us why won't you support Wild Ripple? Well, I won't support Wild Ripple because, um, you know, the the way that they – what's the word that I can use? The way that they discern what particular crowd that they want inside of their club is usually based – is usually racially based, racially motivated is what I should say. And I had a particular time where I went to Broad River one time, um, and I had went the week before and actually had helped a particular club, um, the Vogue in particular, if we just going to put it out there. But I had helped a particular club. Yeah, because you know I will. But, um, you know, I I had helped the Vogue put together an event um, (laughs) with some friends of mine who were um, local artists doing music there and they needed some artists to support this local Indianapolis music, you know, thing that they had. And the the acts that I brought to that club actually brought the majority of the crowd. And I do remember a lot of the people, the staff from that um, club saying to me, you know, we appreciate you doing this. And, you know, we had a really good turnout and they had a lot of support and we hope that we will be able to do this again. And I said, okay, you know, that's fine. And I had a very good time in the Vogue, actually, and it was my first time ever going to Broad Ripple, so I was kind of surprised because I didn't really know exactly mm-hmm. how it would be. But the very next week, I brought a friend of mine there, and as soon as we got to the door, the bouncer said, no, you can't come in. Wow. Yeah, a black friend of mine. Yeah, and I asked him why, you know, and he said, because our clothes were too baggy. And I thought that he, you know, was saying something like we were sagging or something like that. I didn't know, so... You know, we tried to adjust ourselves as much as we possibly could, and then we said, okay, you know, can we come in now? He says, no. We asked him why not, and he said, because your clothes were too baggy earlier, and now you have pretty much just disqualified yourself from being able to come in here. 
And I said Ooh. to him, you know, I just, you know, I just helped this club out. And I said, it hasn't even been a full seven days ago. And, and I said, you're going to turn around and, you know, do this. And, of course, this was a bouncer. This wasn't anybody that I had talked to previously the week before. And although I could have made a phone call and had said something, you know, to the people that I knew inside the club to still be able to get inside, I was so turned off by the bouncer that I didn't even want to, you know, support that establishment anymore. And what people have to realize is that when you have an employee, and it doesn't matter how far down the ladder that employee is, when you have an employee and you are a corporation or a company or even a nightclub, it doesn't matter. Your employees, each and every single one of them, are a representation of your establishment. So if you have a bouncer or if you have a security guard or if you have a bartender who has um, a problem, with people and a problem with the way that he represents your club, you do people. They must understand that you know these are the people who are turning away your potential crowd. These are the people who are making people like me upset. Now, not only will I never again work with the Vogue, I will never again go to the Vogue and even attempt to get in. And for somebody like me who used to be big and doing events in Indianapolis, but not just you know me being big and doing events in Indianapolis, but somebody like me who I am a very social person. I do the bar thing a lot. And I have very a very influential network of friends. For you to turn somebody like me down is a problem because my friends and the people that I hang out with, the people that I do tend to associate with inside of the bars, these are the people who are the, the types of people that you actually want and, and should desire to be inside of your, uh, you know, your establishment. So, you know, it, it definitely turned me out. And then I had another bad experience at, um, you know, at Bleecker Street. And mm. it just completely turned me off of Broad River because I, I started noticing, um, you know, the trend. And then, you know, after talking to so many people, I just got this, you know, overwhelming feeling. And, you know, me and you have had conversations as far as on this show in particular about, you know, racism and how it's become embedded in the fra- in the fabric and just become the foundation of just American life. And, um, you know, what it seems to be is that, you know, racism still exists. People have just gotten, you know, much more subtle and, and much more um, non-confrontational about it. But when I go right. to Broad Ripple, it's almost like walking into the 60s where I used to read and see pictures in textbooks where they used to have signs that said no blacks or they would have, you know, they have particular clubs or maybe one in particular that will cater to an African-American crowd. But it's like that is the water fountain that says blacks only, whereas, you know, it's the, it's the back of the bus type of thing. And, and they've gotten so, you know, they've gotten so subliminal and, and they've gotten so slick with it to now they have, you know, they have masqueraded it as we don't like baggy, we don't like, you know, this, we don't like that. But the things that they choose to not, they are very culturally, very culturally specific. You know, if you say to me, we do not allow people who wear do-rags inside of our club, and you know for a fact that a Caucasian person or a person who does not have, you know, very naturally curly, coarse hair would never benefit from the use of a do-rag. So you know exactly who you're talking about when you make these kinds of statements. 
when you say we don't allow baggy clothing, and, and that's not a culturally specific thing, but it's something that the majority of the urban community does. When you mm. say things like that, you are saying things that are culturally specific, and in a way you are really screening out African-American people and those who do not assimilate to a culture other than, you know, urban, hip-hop, African-American. And that's a problem. I, I definitely don't support Broad Ripple in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And anybody who asks me to go to Broad Ripple, I, you know, I try to educate them as much as possible and, and let people know that your dollar actually has economic power and you need to be more careful over who you choose to give that power to because you are perpetuating stereotypes and foolishness and you're perpetuating discrimination that's being masqueraded as, you know, preference. My friend Brittany said that she was um, out at. Um, hold up, give me a second. I think Michael's trying to call in, but he said he can't get in. Yeah. We've been having this problem with people saying they can't get in here, but um, she was telling me that um, that um, like she was there last week, and they were just turning away group after group of black people. They would find something wrong. And they'll find, like, one small thing, especially if it's a group of them, they know that they're not going to go in. But you know how we like to stick together when we go out to the clubs and stuff. And right. they, they find one thing wrong, and they they know that's going to, that's going to you know, kind of, like, discourage the whole group for them to come in. And they, they would do stuff like that. And they would say, well, your shorts are too long. Your shirt's too long. You know they, you know they've gone past the baggy thing now, and to me, yeah. you know, um, she was telling me how they found out that, um, well, this guy started taping, you know, with his phone, you know, and then they, of course, they had they had this, they had a black man doing that dirty work for him, because that's the thing about bribery, they're gonna have niggas on the front line, they're gonna have them doing oh. entertainment, they're gonna oh. have them being stereotypical coons. They're going to have them doing stereotypical jobs, but they're not going to have them behind that, that, behind that counter, you know, counting that money and serving them drinks or doing anything that has to do with the business side of the club. They're not going to have them doing that. But anyway, they had this guy, a black guy out there, and he was pretty much um, rejecting all the black, you know, all the black men particularly from getting into the club. And, you know, um, it was just very disheartening. But the messed up part about it is this guy that was taping, that he he noticed how he let a white guy in wearing the same exact thing almost, let him into the club, but let, he did not interest to this black guy. And when he pointed it out, they was like, oh, shit, you know, we shouldn't have let this white guy in. But by that time, like, the damage was already done. So, uh, damage is already done, you know, and, and it's like, hurtful. It's, it's, it's hurtful. Excuse me, I have to get up off of here, uh, you know, Seneca. Okay. I'm not you know, trying to cut you short or anything, but what one thing that I do know is that, you know, those, these are things that, you know, we need to do and we need to report back on as far as our, our findings. You know, we need to find people who would be willing to dress in a similar kind of way and see if they can pass and that we can't, and then we can specify. And those are the things that you actually can use in, in the court of law is those types of things. But I promise you that one thing that I know for sure is that ignorance, will, it, it just does not last long, okay? And what, what's going to end up happening is that some some particular
particular club in Broad Ripple is going to have a disgruntled employee, disgruntled doorman that is going to spill the beans. And once you find that person who does that, it's going to make an easier job to have a uh, you know, discrimination lawsuit against those types of places. I, I assure you somebody is going to make a mistake somewhere where they're going to have a doorman right. who has been fired or who has, you know, been treated unjust and unfairly, and, and they're going to tell the truth about the situation because, we, I mean, we all know who, what it is. We're not stupid, okay? We can see this as, as clear as day, all right? Um, and on that note, I do have to go back into work, man, so I do wish you a okay. good show, and I hope that, you know, it's educational. A lot of people just stay informed and try to stay positive throughout this whole mess. All right, we'll right. talk to you. All right, all right. All right, bye. All right, and on that note, we're going to go to a quick song, and we will be right back. Um, I understand that there, well, Michael, he's been trying to get in, so I'm going to try, what I'm going to probably do, I'm going to try to call out and get him on the show like that. So, um, well, we're going to go to a quick song. We're going to try to get him on, on the line, and when we come back, we'll continue on with our show. We're going to go through some Sierra real quick. And when we come back, we're going to get into it some more. All right, bye-bye. I've been gone for too long. Think it's time I bring it back. I've been gone for too long. Now it's time I take it back. Yeah, yeah, you like it when I move it to the beat like that. Got that bump bump in your jaw. Got them kids burning low. Give me that bass. Give me, give me, give me, give me that bass. Message, press 5 to re-record. 
Press star. Message sent. Goodbye. If you have a mailbox on the system and would like to access it now, enter your 10-digit phone number, then press pound. We should forgive and extend grace to everybody else. No wonder Matthew says, and when you start praying, if you hold Thank anything you. against Good anyone, time. forgive him, so your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. For if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who's in heaven forgive your transgressions. As a Christian, you've got to forgive. Now that said, and please don't get offended, the new F word in the word church is forgive. I'm going to say it again. The new F word in this church is forgive. Now that's fair. All right, we're back. I got disconnected. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to dial out to Michael and see if I can get him on the show because he's having a problem calling in, so I'm going to try to get to him like that. We're dialing now. Hello, Michael? Hello? Hello, Michael? Michael? Hmm. All right. I think this is DeAndre back on. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to call these people from Blog Talk Radio because, yeah, something's not right with this line. and People are having trouble getting in. DeAndre, yeah, it's me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what's it's, going it's on. It's a problem because when I just tried to call, it said all circuits was busy. So, really? Mhm. Hmm. Um. Let's see what I'm about to do. I'm going to call these people up as soon as I get off because I, I this is ridiculous. You know, like you know, and that's don't tell them who else has been trying to call in too. You know, so I don't know. Like, that's probably why we ain't been getting any that many callers because, like, you were telling me the same thing that Michael was telling me, that people weren't able to mm-hmm. get in. So I don't know. Um, give me a quick second. Well, I'm going to try to call him one more time and try to get to him this way. So I think you can call out. Try this one more time. Mike Snyder is not available at this time. I'm going to try a cell phone. This is probably going to be the only way I can get them on. Mm-hmm. It's doing it this way because I don't know. Because he just sent me a text 
like about 10 minutes ago saying that he was trying to get on and said all circuits were busy. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised James was able to get on so easily. I know, and I was like kind of upset that I missed that conversation. So now I have to go well, back. We'll be on um, YouTube. I think we got another caller real quick. Um, 294. Two nine four. This is Brittany. Yes. Okay. Uh, hold. Can you hold for a quick second, Brittany? We're trying to get our other host on. They've been having problems with the lines tonight. People have been saying they've been trying to get in, but it's been saying circuits all busy. And um, I'm trying to get Michael in too. So give me a quick second, and I'm gonna get right to you because I want you to tell us what you heard because we just had another caller that just called in and said that they've had issues with Rob Ripple too. So I want okay. you to tell us what you saw because this this is gonna go up on YouTube because we we're gonna get the word out about this. We're gonna like start you know we're gonna start getting the word out and let people know that they need to be more mindful of how they spend their money. So can you hold for us really quick? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna try to dial out to Michael one more time. I don't know why his house phone number's not working. Let me see. That means six five. Okay, I hate doing this on air, but the stuff that we got to talk about tonight is very serious, and, you know, we got to, you know, get this together. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system, 76526. All right, we'll we'll try back here in a second. So, Brittany, we want to uh, jump into this and tell us, because uh, James told me, and he just told his story about how he uh, helped them plan an event like a couple years ago at the uh, at the Vogue, and it was very successful. He came back less than a week later, and they told him the bouncer at the door told him that he couldn't come in. Because his pants was they, they clothes were too baggy, but this was after he helped them get their you know event together, and it was just one crazy how they did him. And he said, of course, he could have called the people that he knew to get in, but he says he wasn't going to even go through all their trouble because it shouldn't have even went to that point. But tell us, what did you see last Saturday that that kind of troubled you? And Rob Ripples, and what what would be your message to people out there that are looking to um, support Rob Ripples, like blacks and in, in, in minorities in general? Tell us tell us about your experience, and tell us what message do you have out there for people? Um, last weekend I went out to Broad Ripple, um, and normally when I go out, um, I'm a very open-minded person. I don't mind going out with, you know, different groups of people. Um, However, it kind of struck me the wrong way last weekend because I've heard people talking about it, but I just didn't see, I had to see it for myself. And uh, me and a friend of mine, we had started down maybe by, uh, we had went Mm -hmm. to the uh, Red Room. Hello. 
for a private event. And Hold on, wait a minute. Decided, hey, Michael, let's uh-huh. connect. Okay. Michael? Okay, I had yeah. to call you this way because I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, that's, that was me that was trying to call you. Oh, okay. I, I said, well, I said, I'll try it this way because I know DeAndre said she was having the same problem, too. So, and I've yeah. had a couple other people said they were trying to call in and they, they said all circuits was busy. So, I will be calling the tech support system after that. I'm sorry, Brittany. Now, go ahead. Uh, no, that's okay. Uh, I, uh, I just took up, um, I went out to Broad Ripple last weekend. Like I said, I, um, just seeing, you know, pretty much what was out. So we decided to maybe try, uh, we were going to try peppers. And we said, well, let's go, you know, to the Vogue and see maybe we at the Vogue. So um, we had went around to the Vogue, and the line was pretty long. But it kind of struck us. We was towards the back, but we were noticing why all these black guys were, like, being turned away. And so we were looking, and, like, a lot of them were stepping out of the line or they were getting up and, you know, very upset and angry. And I'm like, what's really going on? So me and my friend had decided to step out the line and kind of moved over to the side and so um, to actually see what was going on. Well, the problem was is um, the excuses that some of the bouncers were giving to some of the gentlemen was just stuff unheard of. They were telling them that their pants were too long, their shirts was too long, um, wow. their shorts was too long. And I said, I don't want to go into a club with a guy with short shorts on, and I definitely don't well, want to go to a club with a guy with a belly shirt on. Right. But you need to then, go to get close to that type of club, girl. You need to go right on over to 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 the um, the Tower Street, one of them other um, gay clubs, honey. I was just like, wow, I just, I, and so, and, and I could understand where they were coming from because it was almost like they were just picking on them, and if it was a group of them, say, if there was definitely two or more, they may let, like, two of them in, but then, of course, they know that nobody's going to go if their other friend can't get in, so it was like they would approve two people, but then, like, one person, they would find something that was wrong with them, and then it really got to me because, no offense, but the bouncer, uh, there was two bouncers. There was a black guy and a white guy. And <laughs> what they were doing is, because the majority of the people that they were turning away was black guys. And they would use, um, they would have the black guy tell them that, no, you can't get in because they felt like, oh, well, he can tell them and they'll be okay with it. There was one guy so they, in the probably, line. they was using him like he was the old film Negro, they, they old film And all the time that I've been at Broad Ripple, I can't really say that I've really, there may be like one or two people at the door, but I can't remember exactly. I don't, I, I can't remember. And he looked like somebody new. And like I said, I, it's not like I go to Broad Ripple all the time to really know, but it, it was definitely like a new face. There was one guy in the line. And he had pulled out his phone, and he was like, well, I'm going to record this before I go up. Because he said, me and this guy have on the same um, type of clothes. And it was just some shorts, and they had on, like, a polo shirt. And he said, um, the guy in front of him was white. He said, I'm going to record this and see if they're going to let me in. Well, they let the white guy in. By the time the black guy got up there, they told him that his shorts was too long. So he had told the bouncer there, he was like, well, you just let him in. And me and him pretty much got on the same thing. And they was like, who are you talking about? So he was like, here it is right here on my phone. So Ooh. 
when the guy showed it to him on the phone, it was crazy because I looked at him and he went up and told the guy that was taking the cash during the cover, like, oh, I messed up, so I got to let him in. And they mm. left the guy. But the guy decided, he was like, you know what, I don't even want to go in. He was like, I was seeing what you was going to say to me, but he was like, um, Everybody in the city would know about this, he said, because I'm going to call and uh, make sure that people know about what's going on out here in Broadway. But, you know, what's what's really sad about it is they've always had that. And, you know me, I keep it real on this show. Y'all know know how we do on Urban Wire. We we just going to say say what it is. You know, I just, I just, I just, I've never ran this show on where people have to, bite their tongue or censor what they say. This is internet radio, so we're gonna say what we have to say, but we're gonna keep it classy, we're gonna keep it uh we're gonna keep it um professional but we're gonna be honest at the same time. They always have one token Negro. And I'm gonna call them that because it is what it is. They always have one token Negro there to to do the dirty work for them. Because they don't they never have told it's always been the black guy that has to do the dirty work. Okay, so you think you in like Flint because you have a position at the Vogue outside doing dirty work, and then these other so-called black people that work within the club think that they have a position of power because they working in the club. And I'm sorry to say this, being some stereotypical black people, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it, you know, classy. You know, doing entertainment or shaking your ass or just, you know, be, being pretty much being a stereotype. You know, you you may be DJing. You, you may be shaking your ass. You may be entertaining them like some old monkeys in a zoo. But none of you guys are really sitting at the table or holding any positions of, of power. You're not dealing with money. You're not counting that money. You're not serving drinks. You're not really doing anything to bring. They don't trust you beyond beyond their capacity. They they gonna give you. That's and that's what I'm saying. We as black people, we have to start expecting more and demanding more. We have to. And I'm not and I'm not saying this, you know, and, I'm, and like I'm far from racist, but I'm just gonna call call it like I see it, you know. And I'm and I'm sorry. That's just how I see it. And, like, so many times, like, we will keep going to these establishments, and we know that this, that, and the other is going on, but we will keep going and supporting. Now, Brittany, would you personally, after seeing this, will you be going back to the No, vote? I definitely won't go back. And I didn't go, again, I didn't even go that night once I seen it. Um, and I'm not, I'm far from being a racist person. I'm definitely not like that. Um, I have no problem. I I love hanging out in mixed crowds, but it's just you know it's sad to me because it's like I'm telling. If you look at how they were targeting and the things that they were saying, I was just like, are you serious? Like these are the excuses that you're coming up to give people. Shorts are too long. Since when has people's shorts become to be too long to go into a club? I mean, too right. long, and it's not like a second thing. And the thing is, is like. Most of the guys, because by now people know what's expected in Broad Ripple. So most of the guys had on belts. I can't 
can't even say that they were sagging. It's just the fact that their shorts was too long. And you got to think about it. If you're a tall guy, your shorts are going to be tall. And still, even right. guys' shorts, guys' shorts are made long. They're not like no, right. sh- obviously, like women's shorts. Men's shorts are long. That's why I was like, shorts are too long. Like, that's crazy to me. But this is but this is what they what they want to consider. They want to consider Indianapolis um, a cultural city. They want to consider us a world class city. But we still are. And like James just said, if you missed it, he said we're walking into Broad River will remind you of walking into a uh, Willie Lynch type of situation back in the city where they had signs that says only colors are allowed here. You know, and to me, I think that that's very disheartening to see that we as a people, we, we're coming out here to support your business. Okay, first of all, if I had a business, I wouldn't care what color you are. If you're coming into my club to spend money and you at least look decent and you, you fit the basics, I would not care about what your color is. And, you know, and it's very disappointing because, you know what, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I used to brag about the folks. I used to absolutely love going to the Vogue, but um, I, I I don't think I can support them anymore. I can't go I can't go to a place like that. I can't get on here and, and you know and uh, complain about them and then see myself going in there again to spend my money. It, it, I just I can't do that. You know, but like I said, we're, we're sometimes so quick as a people, we're consumers. We're, we're, we're so we're we're so quick to to consume, but we ain't supplying nothing. And, and then we we because when you become a consumer, you become a slave to the supplier because you you don't have any market to market your own businesses. So you'll fall for anything. You'll accept anything. And I think a lot of times that we we fall into that trap. We want to consume. We want to be a part of the crowd and we want to be a part of uh, you know who's who that will will just take any kind of abuse and then you know we'll we'll be like you know what I'm saying there's some black people they'll sit by and and see this injustice and they and they still they, they want to be involved in in the, the, the clique and the crew so much they'll overlook that and they'll still want to be a part of that. And I don't see how they can do that. I just I don't understand that. But yeah. from what I was hearing, I don't know if it was you that was telling me, I heard that um, land sharks is like that too. Yeah, uh, they. I have heard. I ha- I've heard that a few more of the smaller bars are now becoming uh, a little mixed, or you know, saying some outrageous things. And land sharks was one that came up also. Wow! Wow!
in your personal experience, what do you do you see this same type of behavior in downtown Indianapolis? Or I mean, and if you do, is it to the extreme of robbery? Um, no, because I feel like sometimes when I go downtown, the crowd is different. So those people, mm-hmm. they're normally a little bit older. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think Broad Ripple is very diverse as far as um. Hello. Hello. Even okay. Um. Hold on, brother. We have another caller online. Um, caller one one one. I think that's. I see that's how you're coming up. Do you have a question or a comment? Um. <laughs> I don't even know. I've seen this on Facebook, and I was just calling. What is this? Oh, this is the Urban Wire. We're just talking about different, you know, we discuss different things that are going on in the media and the urban community. And right now we're talking about uh, how black people or minorities in general, how we should become more, like, as far as consumers, we need to be more smart, smarter and where we spend our money and stuff like that. And we're talking about a specific club in Indianapolis that's been discriminating against um, African Americans and people of color. And I don't know if you've had similar experiences like that, but, I mean, you're more than welcome to share. But that's all we're just talking about right now. Uh, Well, I'm just listening right now. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to the show. We really appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now, so, Brittany, so what what would be your message to anybody – that is considering uh, going out to Broad Ripple or just in general going out to any establishment, like what would be your message to them, like, you know, after going through this experience? Me personally, just seeing it and, like, and to me it's just, like, to see it firsthand and to know that, you know, people are still being treated very petty just going into a club. And and the sad part about it is if they do it in an establishment so small like a club, it's like where else is things like this being done at? And it's like, like you said, we have to be more aware about small things. And like I said, I wouldn't have never known. I just, I was just standing in line and seeing all these guys stepping out of line. So I was just like, what is it that's going on? And I took it upon myself to step out of the line. Somebody else may have chosen to, you know, want to go ahead and go inside the club. And I can't stop anyone or tell someone, no, don't go there. But I just definitely think that you should definitely make good judgment calls and definitely just be more surrounding and be a be a little bit more aware about the surroundings and the things that's going on. When you're waiting in the line at the club, just look and see how things are going. Look at the people at the door. Look at the bouncers. Seeing how they are treating people because now it's like we're living in a time where people just feel like they can treat people however they want to, but you want our money. We're good enough to get your money, but at the same time, you want to treat us like we don't deserve the respect, and that goes both ways. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, what I'm really going to plan on doing, because like I said, I believe in getting both sides of the story, I'm going to reach out to to a representative at the Vogue, and I'm going to – I think I'm going to try to reach out to somebody at Landshark, too, 
because I want them to come on and explain to the community, you know, what's going on. Like, I, I want them to tell their side of the story because, they, you know, there's always three. I say it's always three sides of the story, you know, because the truth is uh, the truth and the other two sides. You know what I'm saying? So I really – I'm going to get both of them on, and I think I'm going to um, have them discuss what what's going on. And if they if they decline to come on, we're gonna let we're gonna let the public know because this has been going on for years for years from what I hear. Like seriously, this has been going on for a long time, and I think it's about time for people to to stand up because it can't be that. I mean, all these people saying it's going on, you know, it, it, there has to be some type of truth to it. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I just I really I'm really going to get to the bottom of this, you know. And I wanna thank you for coming on and sharing your story because I I really hope people will listen to this and I, I really hope that they will think more uh about who they spend their money with, you know, in the future. So I wanna yeah. thank you for coming on today, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Okay. All right, Michael, you Michael, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yes. So, so what is your so what are your thoughts on what's been discussed? I that yeah, if the guy had it on his phone, he's kinda got him dead to rights. You know, if he was actually able to show that he had the proof on the phone and the proof and then he's pretty much got him deadlocked right there on video. Mm-hmm. And if that's yeah, that's a entirely an unexcusable situation that, you know, I've only been to that place one time, but I think if I would hear that and, you know, really see this video and find that to be true, in fact, their practice, I I would have no problem never setting foot there. Right. And not going back to the establishment at all. Right. I don't know. I think she got hurt. Uh, she she got dropped too. So I'm gonna try to see if I can get her back on here. Um, well, we can go to a quick break. Uh, stay on here real quick, Michael. I, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. In less than well, a little over thirty minutes. So I'm gonna try to get DeAndre back on because I'm gonna have to call these people up as soon as I get off. I don't know what's going on. This is like the second or third week that this has been going on, and I. You know, I paid too much money for this to be going down like this. You know, people can't even call in. You know, yeah. so um, we're going to go to something really quick. And when we come back, um, we're going to try to finish up this uh, the show. And like I told you guys, be on the lookout for our next month. We're going to have our anniversary series. We have a really good show planned on Monday. So, you know, spread the word, you know, and um, we will be right back shortly.
Um, he's going to be on the show Monday, and I was just talking to him in the chat room, you know, and so I just want to give him a quick shout-out. So um, we'll send much love to him, and then much love from Kentucky. She's going to be on the show, too, on Monday. I've talked to a couple other people, too. So we're going to try to get that show together Monday or get some scheduled on later on during the month. But um, I'm going to try to call DeAndra really quick and get her back online because I think her call got um, dropped because she's been having trouble. She's been getting kicked off. Hello. DeAndra, did you get kicked off again? I lost signal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you got something to do. That's that's cool. We can... No, no. I um no, I rescheduled. So, I'm fine. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to get into a few couple of things before we got off the air because I know Brittany she just finished telling her story. And I was just telling everybody about um one of our um guests that are that's going to be on the show Monday. I was chatting with him in the chat room. You know, he just gave me a shout out. So I was telling him, well, I'm going to shout you out on the show. Um, and I was just telling him, matter of fact, Michael, you know who I'm talking about because we watched that video at your at oh. your house a couple of weeks ago, the one that was talking about the Chinese New York? Food. No, 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 not Wesley, not uh, A Connection. I'm talking about the one that was uh, that was down there talking about the Chinese restaurant. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. He's he gonna be on the show on Monday, boo. You y'all need to go check that video out. I'm gonna put it on our uh, wall on the Urban Wire. So definitely, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that link up because y'all need to check that out. But uh, we have a lot to talk about in about 24 minutes. The show's gonna be ending in about 24 minutes. I want to get on Bishop Eddie Long. He is at it again, child. He is at it again. I am about tired of this food. And girl, we're gonna go to a quick clip and I wanna you know, you know, give y'all a little background because this this is crazy. You know, and I told you guys months ago that this is not the end. So we're gonna go to um this clip if I can find it. Y'all need to hear this. And uh but I'm telling you, this queen is telling it all. And I, and I really believe this one because, I mean, he went to the extreme of having this man's name tattooed on his brick. So, I don't know what you guys listen Y'all listen to this and tell me what you think. I'm probably not going to play the whole clip because it's like five minutes, but I'm going to play like at least part of it, and then we're going to come back and discuss it. And we begin tonight with the explosive I-Team investigation of the mysterious fifth accuser in the Bishop Eddie Long sex scandal. Now, according to our sources, Centino Kemp can't talk about the case because he's part of the secret Bishop Long settlement. But he can make music. And tonight we go inside the recording studio to hear his songs of a bitter breakup. And senior I-Team reporter Dale Russell also tracked what Kemp wrote about during those secret settlement talks. And Dale joins us now. Dale? Russ, in the lyrics to his music and the writings on Facebook and Twitter, Centino Kemp shows a range of emotions, from anger and bitterness to sexual provocation and, at times, a flamboyant sense of humor. This is who I am, Centino, heard my music. I hope you love it and buy it and support me. 
and we can rock on like rock stars. Inside an Atlanta recording studio with a flip camera in his hands, Centino Kemp introduces himself to the world. The 22-year-old is now dreaming of launching a music career. Like all of my thoughts about my emotions and my feelings in them. And when people find his songs on YouTube or iTunes, what will color their listening is what the I-Team uncovered. That Santino Kemp was involved in the Bishop Eddie Long sexual misconduct settlement talks. We wanted to ask you about Bishop Eddie Long. Oh. Oh, no contact. Come on. Can we just talk to you for a second? Kemp would not talk with us about Bishop Long, later sprinting to his awaiting limo and driving off. But that man cannot look me in my eye and tell me we did not live this pain. Our sources say after four young men filed sexual misconduct suits against Bishop Eddie Long, Centino Kemp came forward with more allegations of sexual misconduct. One source says Centino Kemp, raised in the Bahamas, met Bishop Eddie Long years ago during a visit to New Birth while he was a teenage student in a Florida college. The relationship meant enough for him to tattoo Eddie Long's name on his wrist, followed by the words, never a mistake, always a lesson. Sources say Kemp joined in the settlement talks after he heard about the other young men's lawsuits. And though he never sued, he became a part of the final settlement. Those final settlement talks took place during the week of April 20th, right here at the DeKalb County Courthouse. Take a look at Kemp's Facebook page for April 20th. He wrote, today might change my life forever, and mother, I'm sorry. His Facebook page for that day shows he said he was at the Colony Square Starbucks, located in the same building as the young men's attorney, B.J. Bernstein. Then an hour later, he posts he was at the DeKalb County Courthouse, where the settlement talks took place. And two days later, Judge Johnny Panos, who presided over the lawsuits, said the case was all but settled. These talks this week, are all the participants involved, or are these just lawyers? Yes, everybody's involved. Plaintiffs and Bishop everybody. When the money was delivered to the young men in late May, Kemp wrote on his Facebook page, I may be bad, but I got paid perfectly good for it. Soon after the settlement, Centino Kemp began recording music in $100 an hour sessions in studios like this one right here in Atlanta. This is what I do to relieve all my stress and all my energy every day. It makes me happy. This video shot inside the studio shows Centino at work. Some of the songs are profanity-laced, sexually charged, upbeat songs told from the point of view of a bitter lover, including one song he calls pornography. favorite song on the album is called Pornography. <laughs> and that's a very bad title, but it's a real sexy song. Bishop Eddie Long had no comment about our story regarding Centino Kemp, but the young man who stayed anonymous and quiet during the sexual misconduct scandal is now letting his music do his talking. All right, I done had enough of that, man. You know what, I got it. I had enough of that. <laughs> We have another call around line. We're going to go to mine and see who this is. Um, 601-316, you have a question or a comment? Hi. Yes. um, This is Miles. 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 
welcome to the show. We are so glad that you were able to come on. I really appreciate you just, you know, dropping in and listening to us and just supporting us tonight. So how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fine. Just listening. Y'all have a nice show. <laughs> yeah, okay. I really appreciate it. We were just talking um, about you earlier. We were just talking about how um, – Actually, being one of my best friends, well, he's online now. He's one of my um, co-hosts on the show. We were just watching one of your videos. Um, I think was that yeah, a couple weeks ago when I went down to visit him, and we just had a, we had a really good time watching that video. I said, man, he got some really good workouts. So yeah, thank we, you. We really support <laughs> you, and like we we're really glad that you know you're out there, you know, doing your thing, and you know, just getting your shine on, pretty much, you know. But, thank you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully, you know, we'll we'll hear back from you on the show on Monday and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, while we have you on, what do you feel about the entire Bishop Eddie Long-like scandal? How how do you feel about that? Honestly, I'm kind of, like, over it. <laughs> I mean, like, once I, um, like, I frequent the box sites a lot, so I've seen it, like, yesterday. And I was just over it, <laughs> you know. It's, just, it's a mess. It's, it's crazy. Um, it's, it's just a mess. It's, I don't know what yeah. what what what's gonna happen with that uh, now. That, you know, because right. the guy I seen the guy and like it's just it's like it's a mess. So I don't know. I am basically over it though. So yeah, I mean it's it's like overkill. You know, it's like okay. We get it. We we know that Bishop Eddie Long got caught up, you know, messed with them young boys. He, he got caught up preaching one thing and living another. We, we we know what he's all about. So I'm just like, okay, the fact that this fifth person's involved, it, it, it really doesn't surprise me. And I wouldn't be surprised if more people came out. It's just, it's just, it's just really ridiculous. And it really kind of, um, Makes people it turns people away from religion because you, you gonna be sitting up you sit up here and judge me for you know for being gay but yet here you are sleeping with multiple men and then you're using the church's funds to fund your you know what I'm saying this this right it, it's just crazy to me it's just ridiculous like it, I I just don't get it and you yeah. know. Our listener here brings up a really good point when he said he's seen the pictures of this guy. For those of you that haven't seen this online, if you want to laugh, you really need to look this up. I I mean, that is straight up queen. (laughs) I mean, I'm here to tell you now, that's straight up queen now. I put up on Facebook earlier, I put up a status, I said, Bishop Long, you're wrong for sticking your ding down where it don't belong. Now, I'm going to tell you this now. I'm going to get you in up because this was the same man that stood in the pulpit and he condemned homosexuality. And like I always say, you know, to me, there's like too many other things out here to worry about. Like, there's so much going on. I said, you know, they're so worried about who someone who someone decides to be in a relationship with, you know, but but you don't want to talk about corruption in the government. You don't you, you don't want to talk about this debt crisis. You don't want to talk about unemployment. You don't want to talk about crime on the rise. You know, you don't want to talk about 
the failing education system because we're dealing with that right now here in Indiana, you know. And I think that there's so much that we could be focusing on, yet we mm-hmm. want to um, talk about who somebody's sleeping with. You know, it, it's just, to me, it's just, or who someone wants to be in a relationship with. I really think these churches need to be focusing more on what's going on in their community versus stuff that doesn't even matter to me. I, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but that's, I, I really, I just really think that we focus so much as a culture on things that don't really matter. It seems that, you know, the bulk of Jesus' teachings didn't have a damn thing to do with who are you dating or who are you married to. You know, right. that wasn't the bulk of his teaching. His bulk of the teaching was ministering to the masses, you know, feeding people, clothing them, healing the sick, you know, caring caring about people. You know, what happened to those virtues in the church? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what the they no longer exist because they're getting their free time. Yeah, and it seems like if you're a preacher or a politician, you better be very careful about what it is you're extremely adamant about and that you speak out the most strongly against. And you better be sure you don't have any of those skeletons in your own closet. That's basically what they're telling you they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But you know what? Like, I didn't play that whole clip, but they said, like, later on in that clip, because I was just over it, because it was like a minute and a half left of it and I was like okay but what they were saying is how he he was uncomfortable when the when the four boys that were in the summit where they were in it when they brought this fifth guy in there because the, the, the guys he's messed with they were they went to the church they all knew each other and they were pretty much you know what I'm saying they weren't out there but when he walked up in there they said that he got very uncomfortable that's because he was a queen dot com, honey. He was like flaming, and they was like, "Ooh, who was that?" Girl, that was a big old king size bag. Of he probably had him a little nice. Two, he probably had him a nice toupee like Eddie Long too. <laughs> Baby, you trying to get a lace front, honey? I said, right. So he ate that boy. He was gonna show you what to do with that uh, settlement money. He said he went straight to the studio. And guess what song he made? What? What that song was called, Porno? Yeah, Pornography or something like that. And where that song sell at? Girl, I I don't know. I'm 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 curious to go by because I want to hear what he's talking about. Like you said, he can't really talk about, like, directly about what happened, but I wonder if he's going to put some of that stuff in the music. Well, at least one place he know he can play it. Where? Eddie Long's Church. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Uh, well, the only place he's going to be playing is in his office, you know, after hours, you know. Well, hey, he got some money now, so hey. He making music. That he's the only person I listen to, but it's cool. But Eddie Long still he's still employed as the pastor of that church. Is it really? See, that's that's what I don't understand. Like, 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 like you said in the last show, DeAndre, like 
that's a sin right there. Y'all sitting up here still supporting this man, like seriously, like y'all y'all still supporting this man, and you know what he done done to these young boys, and you didn't know you know what he's done with your money. Did we talk about how that that other church in um what's it that other church in um what's that church in um in Atlanta? How he was sitting up there telling them that because a lot of the members from Bishop Eddie Long. Left. Yeah, we did talk about that because he was like they needed to go back and support him or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, how do you support somebody that's not preaching the word? Right. Well, maybe they're going to change the nation, the name of the church to International Church of, church of Hypocrisy. <laughs> Well, come on in here. Let me bless that bootay. <laughs> yeah. Come on in the room, honey, literally. <laughs> <laughs> let me bless uh, that booty. Let me pray for that backside. Mm. So get on your knees in fervent prayer, honey. Get on your knees. I told you that's why Girl. he likes to baptize them boys in that water. I ain't going to get them, into this. With them spandex now. We ain't, gonna, we ain't going there. We ain't talking about some spandex again. <laughs> like I said last time, I said, you know what? I can't imagine them boys in mind. I just can't imagine what they went through, you know, them musty nuts <laughs> and stuff. I, I just couldn't do it. I know. And them, I, his hair probably not never going to beat up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was consensual. I mean, suppose the interaction with him and them was consensual. I'm like, good. It couldn't last that long. Well, you know, we talked about this already, Michael. And we talked about another case. So I'm not going to talk, bring it up right now because we can't talk about it. But this is like, you know, like like I like we were talking about a predator. The, the profile of a pedophile, uh, uh, the profile of a of a pedophile is they're not going to be forceful with their with their victims most of the time. They're going to be really manipulative and like 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 you said, just because something feels good doesn't mean that it's good. You see what yeah. I'm saying? And see, that's okay. why they, a lot of these kids they don't talk because they get confused. They think of abuse. That's something that's going to hurt. And these people are very manipulative, and they make it, you know, to where it's not painful to them. You see what I'm saying? I reckon. So, I mean, and I'm not saying it's right, but that's how they, they do it. They they give them all these nice things, yeah. they, they you know, and this, that, and the other to keep them quiet. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, you are. We can see several examples of it, just that. I well, know. I need some nice things. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but if I gotta I if I gotta sleep with Eddie Long, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I'd rather get on my I'd rather get on my knees to pray at the altar than get mine. I ain't gonna we ain't gonna say we ain't going there. Yeah. <laughs> I you know because I I don't, I don't want people to get the the wrong idea. 
But anyways, I'm over this. We need to move on to a couple more things before the uh, before the end of the show. And if we had to go over a little bit, we would. I just need to get these things done so I can get them get them up on YouTube. So bear with me for a little bit. Um, what do you did you guys hear about Amy Winehouse? They they had the funeral today. You know, for those who don't know, I really never paid much attention to her, but I just you know, I mean, I've heard stories about how. She's been in the past, like just out there. But what do you guys feel about her, you know, dying? Like, you know, she was caught up in drugs and just living a crazy, lavish lifestyle. What do you, how do you guys feel about that? Sorry, you know, I would never wish death on nobody, you know. <clears throat> but we all know what, if we use drugs, we know the outcome of it. So, you know, and she was just out there. So, Whitney Houston, you better calm down, boo. I said, honey, you better take heed, girl. Crack is whack, bitch. Crack is whack. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get together, honey. Because I'm going to tell you now, from what I heard, her her, her daughter's going down a, a negative path, too. Well, now, I, I mean, if the kids, I mean, if, you, if you're if you raised around that stuff, what they expect? Mm-hmm. You know, they try to have you di- living a different lifestyle from them, but if they got it around you 24-7, what they expect? You're going to pick up on it. That's any child. Right, right. Um, okay. When I first heard about it, I was like, really? She died? And then I was like, well, it somehow really doesn't surprise me any. Maybe if she listened to her song, Rehab, she would have been all right. Yeah, should have went to Rehab. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, but just talking about her song, Rehab, maybe if she would have went there, she would have been okay. Well, you know, the official, to be fair, the official results of the autopsy, I don't think it came out yet. So we don't know. We know what it is, but we we, we officially don't know what the cause of death is. But we, come on, we, we already know what, what it could have been. Maybe she's coming on that one show. Hmm? I said she's coming on that one um, show. You know, that doctor show. Mm-hmm. Girl, honey, if that was somebody that needed it, she needed it for sure. Well, but why is it it just seems like, this is going to sound cold, but I just, you know, like I keep it real. Why is it that we glorify a lot of these musicians and artists and performers when they die of drug overdose? Like, seriously, like we we kind of overlook the fact that they were hooked on these drugs and instead of taking these um, these incidents and trying to learn from them and teaching our young people about it, we, we sit there and glorify that stuff. Like, you know, who was that DJ uh, that died not too – it was about a year or two ago. He died from a drug overdose. You know what I'm talking about? Um, who was he a rapper or something? I don't know. He, you said DJ. So I don't know. He was like a club, like, dang. Uh, he was from New York, and they found him dead. I think, and I think he he was a white guy, and but he he's been in the scene for a long time. Like he he been doing he been spinning records for a long. But anyways, he died of a drug overdose, and then like it just it just seems like every time we like somebody dies from like a drug overdose, it's just like we we kind of overlook looking and we feel sorry for them. But really, 
you got yourself on them drugs and you have money, so it's not like you didn't have an opportunity to get out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's not like I don't know. I just I just feel too many times that we 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 show too much pity towards these people and they got themselves in these situations. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, could, I don't know. I could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me move on really quick. Uh, another story I want to um, get on really quick. Um, G. This is coming from the Huffington Post. Uh, dot com. Um, this article is written by. Let me see if I can find the name of this article. Who wrote this article? I don't have a name on here. Okay, Amanda Turkle. Turkel, um, she is a reporter on um, Huffington Post, and she has an uh, article entitled GOP Attacks uh, Dan Savage as an LGBT Leader and Criticizes Scott Brown's Refusal to Film It Gets Better video. Okay, I'm going to read part of this, and then we're going to jump into it. You guys still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, as Massachusetts Democrats, LGBT leaders continue to criticize Senator Scott Brown, a Republican in Massachusetts, for refusing to appear with the rest of the state's congressional delegation in its It Gets Better video on Thursday. Republicans attacked the project's founder, Dan Savage, as someone too controversial and hostile to Republicans for them to associate with. On Wednesday... Massachusetts lawmakers released a video for the project assuring young people who are getting bullied that life will eventually get better. Brown, the only Republican member of the state's delegation, was also the only member of a 12-person group to decline to participate. During the press call hosted by the Massachusetts Democratic Party, state Republican, I mean state representative, Representative Carl, Uh, or something said that Brown's refusal to participate in the video was part of a pattern of failing to support rights for LGBT individuals. He cited that the fact in 2006 when Brown was a state senator, he was only a member to vote to uphold the then Governor Mitt Romney's veto of the Commission on Gay and Lesbian Youth. Uh, okay, let's see. I'm gonna jump down here. Okay, on Wednesday, Brown's office argued that the senator had a strong record on bullying, and said that his main focus right now is on creating jobs and getting our economy back on track. But on Thursday, Republicans offered a sharper response, going after Savage, a nationally syndicated columnist. Senator Brown believes that I'll quote Senator Brown believes. All people, regardless of sexual orientation, should be treated with dignity and respect. He has been a leader in fighting for anti-bullying legislation at the state and federal level. His main focus is creating jobs and getting the economy moving again. In this case, the individual behind the video has a vile and and sexually crude comments about Senator Brown. It's reprehensible for... Sander Brown's opponents to associate with this person in order to score cheap political points. Unquote, said Eric Fernstorm, a political advisor to Brown. 
Uh, let's see what else is down here. Uh, trying to see what else should I say. So pretty much, you know, it's just saying how it's it's just crazy, you know. And, and you know how they get when it's time to get elected in office, they'll be trying to kiss, you know, the LGBT communities behind, and they'll be trying to kiss the minorities behind when it's time to get elected into office. But right now, they they want nothing to do with this project. And how do you feel about that? Well, if he's been such a upstanding person, as they said, to be supportive of anti-bullying laws and such, then it sounds to me, in other words, like if he's not taking part in the video, it must be... I'd look at his sponsors. I'd be willing to bet that he has some of the anti-gay uh, sponsorship that's probably paid him, quote-unquote, to not be in the video, which means that he's just basically a sellout just stand there kissing babies and smiling for the camera anyway. Mm. Trevor, I wouldn't want a two-faced hypocritical politician in on that anyhow. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's how well. I see him the ones getting down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Deion, you know Deion's going to keep it real. Uh-huh. You don't know that in there, honey. Yeah. But that's why he ain't want to do it. Because mm-hmm. mm. he out there doing what Eddie Long was doing. Hmm. I said, honey, like I said, Eddie Wrong, you long. Eddie Long, you wrong, honey. He's wrong, too. So, all right. Well, I just wanted to bring that to you real quick. A uh, few more stories, and we're going to get out of your way. What do you guys feel about this whole entire debt ceiling debate, like, and how the Republicans are trying to hold up the process, you know, and, and we're at a point where we're risking. Um, to we're we're almost at the point where we're going to destroy a perfect credit rating that we have in this country because they're so full of hate and they can't accept that Obama is in charge. Like, what do you feel about that? Like, what I mean? Are we paying, Are we have we sent these people to Washington to play these games? I mean, we as the people, did we vote these people in for this? Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. I think it, to me, from sitting on the outside looking in, it looks to me like a giant chess game. The Republicans were up here thumping their chest, we're going to do this and we're going to do this, and then if the Democrats don't follow suit, it's on you guys. Well, then all of a sudden they're realizing they may not have enough votes to pass it within their own Republican Party. Oops. So, you know, it just looks to me like it's a giant chess game. They're waiting on the tactics. And they're... They're playing games is what it is. They want it their way, and they don't want to compromise. Right. At least that's kind of thought. Mm-hmm. That's that. <laughs> I, I sometimes don't even know where to begin sometimes because that stuff right there just be really getting on my last nerve. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do what you're supposed to do? Like, you you guys are in there. Put Put aside all this. I don't know what to say. Put put aside all this, you know, I don't know what they have against each other. I really don't know. But can you guys at least be civil long enough to get this under control? We are 
let me put this in perspective. Like, we have a perfect credit rating. And if they don't get this passed, there's going to be a lot of programs that people, there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be affected by this. And you know, by the public school? Yeah, the schooling and everything. Like, everything, people's payments, they're not, people are not going to get paid on time. People are, people are not going to get, it's, it's going to be a chaotic thing if we don't get this under control. And to me, I just think that it's ridiculous that we're at a point to where these people are willing to put this country in that type of position. I, just, I really think it's, it's selfish, and I think we as a people, we need to get out to the polls this next election, and we need to make our, our, our voices heard because we yes. do not need... We need to clear house. We need to clean house. If these people are going to go come get into office and they're not trying to do what's in the best interest of the American people, we need to vote their asses out. I'm sorry. They don't give a damn as long as that paycheck looking okay. They do not care. They all about keeping themselves happy and that's it. Right. They get all those perks of being in public office. They don't care. Because, look, we pay taxes every day. And you mean to tell us that our public schools are getting ready to close? Yeah, and that's a mess, too, because they about to Where is our tax money going? On you to fix a damn street that should have been fixed a long time ago? Girl, I think what difference does it make if you're fixing streets, but you're scared to walk down those streets because your neighborhood is unsafe? What, what, what difference does it make if you're paving the street when the street leading to the school is underfunded and the children aren't learning. You know, it's it's too much going Correct. on. And then you talk like, about how this is what this is what really pissed me off because you know low low income families that you know that's barely making ends meet, you now have them where it's where it's gonna be a point in time where they're gonna have to start paying for their kids just to get on the bus. Mhm. Like, how crazy is that? These women I have having yeah, to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, they have several kids and they live in a low income apartment. They barely getting by. How the hell are they going to pay for seven kids to get on the bus? Yeah, and, and, and Michael, I don't know if you heard about that. They, they're going to be doing that in Franklin Township. Really? Like, where they're going to be, yeah. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, they, it, it's getting to a point now where. You know, teachers, and, and I'll just get sick, like, every time something gets cut, I think education should be the last thing that gets cut. Exactly, because that's supposed to be so important that y'all say, but why is it, like, the first thing to get cut? Yeah, I know that, and I don't have all the details on but I know there was a large transportation cut down here, which is where the tax dollars go directly to the schools. And some size, like just running school buses to get kids kids to school, and I think here they lost like well over a couple hundred thousand out of that. And I was just like, wow, you know, that my, right there. My, my, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm just like that. That's a lot of money for even just a rural school district. It's like, yeah, a phenomenal impact. <laughs> And that's how it that's, is. The, the, the inner city and the rural areas are the ones that get cut. Yep. Or the ones that ain't making, you know, ends meet as it is. They want to make it hard for them. They want to keep the rich happy and the poor. 
Yeah. But to me, like, when, when your education system fails, that means your society is on the way to failing. Because, you know, there should be no reason why we're graduating students that can't even put a basic sentence together. They can't read yeah. and that's, right. Mm-hmm. That's my cute first night in America. Come on now. This is supposed to be a place that everybody gets to come visit or everybody wants to come and live at because it's the home of the free. It doesn't seem like that anymore. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just That's just ridiculous. So that's what's going on now with that. I really hope that they meet this deadline and they find, you know, to get something together. Because I'm about sick and tired tired of this mess. I really am. Yeah, because I'll be the first one to know where the hell my tax money going in. Well, I, I do find one element of all, of the whole debt deal talk, I do find one small element of it really kind of humorous. You know, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Mr. Boehner from Ohio is up here beating his drum of we're going to do this and we're going to do that and you people are going to listen to me and he can't even get his own party together. <laughs> you know, a good portion of the party, the portion that it would take to get the votes to get the legislation through is sitting up there going, we don't really like what you're doing here. Uh, we're not wanting to vote for it. So he's about to have a stroke because all of a sudden all of his political muscle is kind of not looking so muscular. Really, I see humor in that. Hmm. Yeah, mm. I, I think it's I think it's hilarious too. I just you know, also these people, it's it's just one big joke. I'm tired of hearing about it. I just I see either you're gonna do it, you know, you do what you came to Washington to do. Yeah. I mean, get in there and do you know do your do your damn job. Do what we we elected you to do. Like seriously, we First, can't. I guess we, this this economy is at the point now. We have to do something. This 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 is nothing that we can just wait around. I said, you know, and to me, the U.S. dollar is on the way of crashing if we don't. You know, it, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, so, and, I don't know. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's ever going to get any better or not, or if it's just going to keep staying the same. But it almost looks like the future of the economic industry is going to be: you're either rich or you're poor. There is no middle class, and there's no in between. That's pretty much the way it looks like it's going to end up being. Right. Yeah, it's it's going to be. I don't know. Yeah, I see the gap. Get ready for the hot minute. I, I just hope That's we don't go into another depression. That wouldn't surprise me. That really wouldn't. Hmm. I mean, I'm not an economics major by any stretch of the imagination, but in the thing is, it's not just the United States that's going through it. It's other countries. Hell, look well, at Greece. Yeah, you know, global. Mm-hmm. It's global. We crash, honey. Everybody's going to crash. It's real. I, you know, I, and I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but we we influence the world ec- economically. And you know, if we if if our if our economy crashes totally, honey, this this is it's going to be ugly worldwide. Cause a lot of people depend on the U.S. Um, and you know, and you know, for a country 
compared to other countries, we're small compared to some other countries, you know, and we have yeah. such a global impact. And I don't think so, people really uh, realize that. And I'm thinking, looking at just some of the humanitarian aid that we do to a few other yeah. countries, that, you know, would pretty much, if we go belly up, that's a lot of people going to start to death. Oh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. We we gonna we gonna get back. We gonna, we gonna keep an eye on this and we're gonna report on this. I'm hoping soon that me and Michael can get this uh, politic ditto session together so we can get into this deeper. Uh, we're gonna probably. I'm, I'm hoping we can get that um, tape soon. I don't know when we're gonna do that, but we need to do another episode because we got. I think it's a lot of stuff that we need to uh, kind of look into and discuss. So I'll let you guys know more about that. Uh, Deanna, do you mm-hmm. do you watch the basketball live? I mean, you know I do, boo. You know I do. Girl, I'm gonna need you to comment on Miss Tammy and to Miss Mika getting into it because honey, that's what everybody's been talking about it. And you know, I need to, I need you to do an official. Well, you know what? I'm gonna keep it real. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. <clears throat> Ever since basketball have started back this season, they have got this new member, which is Mika. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love Tammy because she's keeping real, you know. She's like, you know, form your own opinion about these girls. You know, don't just go off of what somebody tell you. So Mika came in. She did not form her own opinions. She went off of what other people were telling her. Right. You know, and so that's when Tammy starts not liking her. And one thing about Mika is she talks too much. Hmm. She don't know how to, you know, shut up, and then she lies, too. Like, if she says something about you, she's the type of person that can't come to you and tell you what you have, what she has to say. Right. So that's why I've been beef with her and Tammy all the time, because she was talking about Tammy, but she would never come to tell Tammy. It was always somebody else coming back and telling Tammy what she said, which it should have been her. So she get mad at, um, let me get her name right. She get mad at, um... What the hell was her name? See, this is, you know, she's not really that important either. But she got, let's just say, oh, girl, she got mad at her because she talked too much too. Her name is Susie. Susie. She told Susie stuff about Tammy. So, you know, Susie, by her not being that cool with you, of course she's going to go back and tell Tammy since she knows Tammy like that. Why wouldn't she? You know, if that's my goal, get a bitch, I'm going to go back and tell her. You know what I mean? And... She went back and told um, Tammy what Mika said. So, you know, and, you know, and Tammy just started going off. And she was like, I thought we had settled this, you know, where we were going to be cool, you know, and where you weren't going to be talking stuff behind anybody's back anymore. So, you know, they got to the little, you know, club or whatever they were going to. So, you know, Tammy actually brought it up. And she was like, you know, so what's this that you told, you know, so-and-so? And so, you know, of course, you can tell somebody lying or beating around the bush. She's, you know, Tammy, like, keep it real, you know. So Tammy just got really tired. I don't think it had anything to do with Mika pouring her finger because, you know, Tammy has a thing with you putting your fingers up in her face and stuff. So she just punched her. Mm-hmm. I probably went too fast for y'all, but I'm sorry. 
it, it was it, it was still popping at one point, but when you start seeing the same old people win, you know, I'm going with that, then I'm like, wait a minute, something about this show seems kind of weird. It ain't got shit to do with no no American vote. Don't even go there. Don't even give me that BS. Oh, this is 100% the American's choice. Oh, sure it is. Whatever. What is it, 40%? Mm-hmm. You know me, I, shoot, I got nothing to say about that. That's ridiculous. Because you damn sure ain't going to put nobody up there that can't hear the note and have them win. So don't even go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm ready for X Factor. You know that's the lady. Which one? It's called X Factor. X Factor. It's, it's over there. I think it's a Britain show. If I'm not, what, is that right? I think something like that. Oh yeah, that's it, the one where uh, Simon is on there. Yeah. On mm-hmm. You know Simon, he gonna keep it real. He gonna he ain't gonna keep it, he gonna keep a trail. <laughs> you know? Yes, he is. He is a hot mess. Yeah, he is crazy. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna stay tuned into the hot shows. Just yeah, we gonna, well, you know, whenever you want to do some reviews, you need to let me know. You know, I. I you, know. you know, my girl Lala got her show getting ready to come on. Shut on my B-Days, well, you know, I'm like, I'm want to tune in to that show because it's supposed to be hot. So, we'll see I like mm-hmm. And then, you know, Lorianne Gibson, I don't know if you know her, but she's like a dance choreographer. She has a show coming on BET, on the, I think, right. in August as well. I'm not sure if it's on the same day or not, but, yeah. She has a show too. I bet you know how that goes too. <laughs> I think that's, yeah. That, yeah, that will get the girls coming if we start doing them reviews, honey. Yeah. The reality TV is where it's at right now. <clears throat> so. Oh, it's another show that we have. It's another show that we need to talk about, too. It's called Single Ladies. This show is hot. Only really? hot. Yes. It is hot. It has um, Lisa Ray McCoy. It has um, Stacey. They see Dash and what's I don't know the don't other girl's name. Show, yeah, the real McCoy that comes on on um what's the name? T V one, but it's 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 off the air now. Yeah, she just did her she just did her second season and it just went off not too long ago. Uh, okay. So you said yeah, single white. Yes, it come on V it come on V one right after uh, basketball wise. It's hot, trust me. It's a hot show. You would definitely be tuned in. It's a hot show. <laughs> I love it because I'm thinking they single and they doing a the dang thing. You know how. Hey. All right, get that paper and get that and get the hey, get that. Right. Mm-hmm. And really, to be quite honest, none of them are really asking a man for nothing though. I mean, some of them right. do date men that you know got money, what you name. But why right. don't even have to do that because they work. You know, yeah. on her own business. So, you know, if I'm so high, they just date a lot of ball and start callers, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But my but thing is, okay, and, and that kind of leads into the top, top. We didn't get to it tonight, but it kind of leads into the topic that I wanted to get in. You know how we have our main topic that we talk about sometimes. But about step mm-hmm. your game up. Like, what, 
I've never seen so many people that just these days they think that somebody owe them something, like, or they they don't not even owe them something. They just like they ain't got to bring nothing to the table. They just come to you any kind of way, and they mm-hmm. just they. I, they're not presenting themselves well. That's what that is. Right. Right. And it's just like everybody trying to mooch off of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, mm-hmm. they, like, like if you and, a man trying to approach a woman, you need to come to the table with something. Like, seriously. Yeah. And I'm saying the women need to come with something, too. Don't get me wrong. But don't be a scrub. That, that even brings up. That's just not a cute look. That's not a cute look. It's not. That even almost brings up, you know, like, <clears throat> Why are we all settling for less and we know we can, you know, have nothing but the best? Why are we settling for less? <laughs> Girl, you tell me. I'm trying to figure it out, too. Because I see a lot of people, you know, walking around here just settling. Why would you just settle for that? You feel like you have to settle for a man that you have to take for or a man settling for a woman that he feels he has to take care of. Why it can't be a 50-50 thing? Right. Right. I mean, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's getting to the point now. Like, where are all the real men? Like, like seriously, where the like what what happened to the man being a provider? What happened to the man, you know, being the head of his house? Like, why is it now that yeah. walking to a lot of these houses now, you got your man living up in your Section Eight housing, selling mm-hmm. drugs at your you know your apartment, and he ain't even doing that sometimes. You you walking in and seeing him laying on your but couch. But not because like, I know you hitting at some good points, but we also have to not throw the women in this category either because they sit right in there too. You yeah. know, because what the same thing we're wanting in men, you know, it's like, like well, where are the good women at as well too? You know, you just can't have a good man and no and not a good woman. Oh yeah, you can't have you know? a wife for a husband now. You uh uh-uh. they, they yeah that that goes without saying. But Michael, you've been sitting there pretty quiet. I'm just like but, but we like to get your point of view too because you know, you come from um a, you know, a different the the polar side of the the other side of the coin. You know, what do you see uh, where you come from or where you know, what what kind of things do you see um along those lines on your side of the track? Like like do you see these situations happening? Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, whether, in which I'm from a more rural environment, but it's the same here. It's the same thing. <laughs> it, it's no different. I mean, some of the demographics may change. Some of the different players of the game may change, different faces, but it's the, it's really the same stuff. I think the biggest problem is people don't think. I think a lot of people are lazy. Either that or they're mm-hmm. so hard they're so hard up to have somebody in their life that they're mm-hmm. just gonna do whatever they can do just to have whatever they're gonna have and not really even strive or try to be or do more. You have said that's so correct. Do what? I said you have said that's so correct because guys, people do that. And that's regardless of man or woman. I mean, it's, you know, pretty pretty evenly spaced, I think, on both sides of the coin, from what I see. Mm-mm-mm. 
But my thing is, I'm going to get on these like you bench. I'm going to get on the women, too, because it ain't all about the, the men not doing what they supposed to. How you, how you think you're going to have a man and you, you can't even keep a man, you can't even cook, you can't even heat up water, you don't know how to wash your clothes, you can't even wash your ass. You don't even know how to do that. But you expect, you want, you want to always talk about shoes. I want God to send me uh, a man. Like, I want God to send me this and send me that, but but what do you bring us to say? The first it thing they need to do is send them a bar of soap. You want this man, you want God to send you this man with all this money, but he's going to ask you when he's coming to your life, like, what do you have to offer me? You know, mm-hmm. I got all this, but what do you have? Just some pussy between your legs that you can give me? I need more than that. Because if I want that, he, I mean, he definitely can go out and get it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand. Like I, you know, I understand. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm kind of in a somewhat of a situation myself. If you got your stuff together, you're working, you're paying your bills, you're doing what you got to do to keep you going, I, you know, I see why people like that stay single for a very long time. I see it. Because it is hard as hell to the match for you. Who I was, Brittany was on here to talk about this. That's because people people are set in that mind frame. Because if they don't see any better, they're not gonna think any better. So, you know, yeah. once they get over that, then they'll get better. But once you don't see no better, then you won't get better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can see that. But I'm, I'm sorry, I, I just can't settle. I'm not gonna settle because I know my potential and I know what I have to offer, I can't settle because to me, I, you know, I, I feel like I have to have, more, I have too much self-worth for that. Like, I just, right, because it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's different than you, you know, a man coming into your life with nothing, then a man coming into your life with something, and then later on down the line, you know, it all so right for him, you know. Yeah, things happen. I understand, you know, in the and I'm going to be back out there and do what he needs to do. He's a man and he ain't got nothing. We got a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I said, you you allow this man to knock you up, but he, you know, to come in your house, eat up your food, and take away from your children. But, you know, you, but, but, and, and that's why I'm saying a lot of these women will even allow men to come into their house and abuse their children. But there's but but they but they're so happy to have a man or they they're so they're so happy to have some dick. I'm just gonna keep it real. That they they don't care about what that man does to their children. They they, they they'll take the side of the man before Anything else, and a lot of times he's not even the father of their children. Mm. Yeah, it's sickening. That is definitely that's a kill you. Seriously. Mhm. I, I said I just don't need these people to step their game up, step it up. I mean, Let's you know, stop settling uh, for less. Stop settling for less, and stop bringing any and everybody around your damn children. 
Also, yeah. for the nasty man, too, with all them being on kids and expect you to just be willing to just open, just come, just accept him for all ten of his kids and be like, okay, well, that's cool. Well, what could you do for me if you got ten kids? Your money, honey, your money going in there right off the bat. What you leave me with? And then, then the, the hard part about it is they don't even accept the kids. They'll tell you off back when you meet them, I only got two, but they left out the seven. Mm-mm. Huh, you got two two that you know of or two that you, that's been proven that are yours. No, two that two that he only two that he only claiming, but he know the rest of them tears. He just ain't claiming them. Mhm. And if anyone is accept a man for not claiming his kids, you are crazy. Girl, what makes you feel that you gonna be different? Right. That's why. And I if he got that many women, like this, this is why I don't understand. Like, if you hold number, you if you hold number. Seventy-five. Girl, you might as well take. First of all, first of all, take a ticket because if you hold number fifteen, and all the other fourteen holes before you, were, you know, they have kids by this guy, and he he left them. What makes you feel that you're any better? Like, why would he wouldn't he do the same thing to you? Do you have a diamond encrusted? You know what? Is your kitty cat diamond encrusted, girl? <laughs> Girl, I mean, I, I need to know this because you you think that you're so much better. You think you're the baddest bitch, and you think that you can hold a man, but really, you can't even hold your own situation together. You know, but 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 you but you think that you're so much you better, and you think you're smarter and wiser than 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 the average bitch. You think that you got him, but really, when he gets what he wants from you. Then you just gonna be another. You just gonna be another. I mean, you gonna be another notch on the belt. That's all you gonna be. Once he gets you pregnant and you gain that weight and you can't lose it, <clears throat> he on to the next one. On to the next one. See, that's why I said people got to have more in a relationship than the fifth. They have to have something that that's that's binding that relationship together besides the physical, because the physical is only going to get you so far. Yeah. The physical is only going to last you to a certain extent, like to a certain, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, it, it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah. You know, it's gone, like the physical is temporary, but what you're going to have after that, those looks are gone. Girl, because there's a lot of these girls now that they they depend on their look or they, they feel that because they can pop it, they can drop, pop, lock, and drop it. Now because they young, they, they 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 rely solely on that. But you don't have anything up up here in your brain. You don't have anything else you can offer a man. You don't have any intelligence. You don't have any. Especially starting off at thirteen. Girl, girl, what was that girl? You said some girl walking around y'all around where you live is talking about she thirteen, but she can she can take your man, and she was talking about how some man bought her some damn Burger King. Yes, she started to Maddie's men, and she told me, and I'm sitting around, okay, you going to tell a grown woman this, what's the first thing you think I'm going to think when you tell me this, boo? She was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, he bought me stuff, and I'm and I'm just like, what do we buy you? Oh, he bought me a, um, 
a king size candy bar and a dollar cheeseburger. No matter if you bought you the whole meal, sweetie, guess what? It wasn't over five dollars, guarantee you. And I'm no, looking wait, like, okay. No, you hold up, Beyonce. You didn't tell me that he didn't even get this girl damn value meal. Now, uh-uh. He did not get this girl Look. a damn cheeseburger. <laughs> a cheeseburger and a king-size candy bar. A and then I now, Hold up now. Hold up now. If I'm going to have it my way at Burger King, right? Mm-hmm. If it's, if, like, you know, that's the model of Burger King. Have it your way. If I'm going to have it my way, because you having it your way when you dig it up in my ass. Okay, if you gonna, if I'm going to have it my way, bitch, why didn't you get the most expensive bag meal on there, girl? Why don't you get a BK fish dinner or get one of them damn uh-uh. them real nice But we ain't even going to be there. at BK. How about if I'm going to have it my way, it ain't going to be at BK? <laughs> okay, and then going to show up here. Because if I want to buy myself a cheeseburger, I can do that. I don't need you to do that. Because yeah. if you buy me a cheeseburger, what do you think you're going to get? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh. He bought, she should have, you know, I'm, I'm just oh. making it sound funny, but what she actually said was, he bought, me, really he bought me, he bought me, let me get, let me tell you, she said, he bought mm. me some candy and some food, and I'm thinking to myself, well, damn. You know, neither one, she said he bought me some shoes. He didn't buy me a Prada bag, you know, or a Gucci bag, whichever. Oh, or he didn't get my hair did, my nails done, my toes or something. You know, this thing, he some food and some candy. The next thing you know, went to the belly dog now. I'm thinking, are you thinking? Mm-mm. And then the man, you know, that's what he told people business, but he has a little bit over every point. He's 28. You know, what, you, know, what, you, know what, you ain't, you know, we ain't using no names, so we, they don't nobody know who we talk about. But my thing is, like all jokes aside, we need to, we need to really talk about this because there are young girls out here now that's getting played out of their pocketbook, getting played out of their pussy, out of their mind. And not only are they getting played because at 13, not to catch you off, at 13 I feel you know exactly what you're doing because at that time you opening your legs, you know exactly what you're doing. Because now you start to think like an adult. You know, you're not all the way there as an adult, but you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? But then you say, too, like how she was, well, she knew what she was doing, too, because you said she 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 went over to the woman's house. Oh, yeah, but just smiling in the face, you know, like her, her man wasn't doing that. And this is the kicker side. He's 28, she's 13, but, you know, he told her that he was 21. Like that hold big on, difference. You stack head. I had to stop you there because, first of all, what? 28-year-old man hangs out with 13-year-olds. Girl. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on, y'all. Let me stop you right here before it gets juicy. If I can ask some more on, on top of that. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and he said that she told him that she was 16, and he told her she was 21. So both of these dumb fools was lying to each other. And the whole time, I would have been looking at her like, boo-boo, your whole conversation is young. Your hair and the way you dress is definitely young. So what kind of what kind of conversation was y'all having? Seriously, just want to know. I'm wondering. Okay, that's I need that's to know. know. Okay, this no, I, I I just want to know. Can this bitch? No, Lord forgive me. I ain't trying to call her that because that ain't right. But can can this bubble gang, bubble gum brain bride? Can she even comb her head? 
Yeah, every time I see it, I ain't home. So, so she tell me, so, so that that old song that some girls who sing on that playground, bald head, candy whack, and got no hair in the back, jailed up. Cool, and that's exactly what it is. And it ain't weaved up. It should have been, but you know. And that's another thing. He couldn't even get her a quick weave. We got a problem, boo. Not a quick weave, girl. He can do that for the for the girl. You can be buy me no pump school you ain't sign back. At least if you gonna stop at me, you can at least give me some shoes. Well, go take me to pay. Well, no, you take me no pay. Look, so I'm just. Saying, I don't take the pay basketball. That hole on the end, less. What you trying to say? Because <laughs> you already bought me some candy in the food, and we already on bad times as it is with the candy in the food. I swear, honey, you really? know what? That'll be, up, that'll be an upgrade for that hole. It's just sad that when you see a 13-year-old like that, and you're looking like, okay, what what kind of what kind of what kind of background, family background you have, or, or what kind of how was you raised? I mean, that's sad. Really, because that is not you know we cracking up about it, but it's it, it's sad that you have a 13-year-old like that. But you know what? That that goes to show you that I don't. I hate saying this, and I hate throwing people away. But I just I don't think there's sometimes hope for people like that. Like there's no hope. For you know like what? I, my mind is once in a while, always the hope. What's easy? You know, where I can say nice, we can say whatever we want. Easy pussy is easy pussy, and when a man a man can spot a hope from a mile away. Mm mm mm. And that same easy pussy he got, that's the same easy pussy you're going to have for the rest of your life. And guess what? When you want to go get a husband and he found out at 13, you ain't got no walk Ooh. And at, what, 25, he found out. You tell him later on down the line, oh, at 13. Ain't like, honey, like, I, like me and like I told Michael before, ain't like you can't put, you can't put no drawstring in that, but, in that mug and tighten it back up. Mm. I think we lost the younger. Yeah, I think we just lost her. I don't think mm-hmm. I can call her back either. Shoot. Oh, man, we had such a good discussion tonight. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's sad. You know, you hear stuff like this and you see how the world is. You know, sometimes yeah. I get, I'm pretty glad I'm a single guy, you know. <laughs> you see, you think of the dating world out there, what your options are sometimes, and you go, oh, God, maybe it's not so bad being single. <laughs> mm. Oh, wow. Are you there? I think we lost. Mm-hmm. Hello? Uh, yeah, here we are. That was DeAndre on the other line. She says, oh, I got it. I said, did they cut us off? I said, no, I think you just got dropped. But, yeah, it, it does make you, it makes you, you know, it, it just makes you not even want to get involved because it's not even just that. Like, you don't know if people, what people are doing on the side. You know, I done ran into so many people that want to approach me or approach other people in the club, and they got partners. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, first of all, your old, your, oh, I don't want to get into this right now because I'm not trying to throw nobody under the bus. But I'm, these old 
ass, decrepit ass men want to approach people. These queens want to approach people in the club, and they got partners, and they want to approach these young men. Okay, but you ain't offering them nothing. Yeah. You can okay. I you know I'm I'm not okay. You gonna tell me? You gonna tell me? I'm gonna be the other person. Okay, but you ain't off. Cool. You not offering me anything. I'm under thirty, and you sixty something, and you and you you can't offer me anything. Yeah. But some but some hard but a hard candy bar and a damn and some damn bubble cum. Like seriously, like I just, I just, I don't get that. Like, how you gonna sit up here and approach me and have the nerve to say, you know, yeah, I got somebody, but you gonna be, you gonna be my side piece, but you ain't offering nothing. Like, seriously. But the sad part is, is that there's people out there that'll take it. Hmm. Not That's me. That's the fact. Not yeah. me. I, I I can't do that. I can't do that. You 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 can't have your cake and eat it too. I'm sorry. You, you just not. Exactly. Gonna, I'm not. I can't. I can't allow that. And now I they, they know the type of people. They know the type of tackheads to go for that shit. But I, I'm not gonna be that one that you gonna come to on that shit. Cause I'm I'm on a whole totally different level. Now let me get something straight to you. I don't need your money, but I'm gonna tell you this now. I said, you know, that's that's the thing of economics. Honey. You know, you got to, I'm the supplier of everyone in demand. And, there and you. in order for you to get these goods, you're going to have to pay up. I'm, I'm not, and I'm not, and let me, let, me get, let me get something straight now. Let me get something straight now because I want somebody coming back later trying to come for me. I'm going to let you know that I'm not promoting prostitution. I'm not promoting that. But my thing is, it's like you're taking from me. And I'm not getting out of the situation. Like to me, I, I'm not. I'm not getting anything out of this. Like I'm not even getting. You know, I. I, I don't know. I just to me. You you can't do anything for me. And yeah. to me, my thing is, why are you in a relationship and you feel that you have to? You're not getting what you need at home. So you got to go out here and screw all these people. You take being in an open relationship as a free pass to screw. And ski every, you know, in each and every direction possible. You know, you take that as a, a damn free pass to, to go out here and do anything you want to do. Yeah, that pretty much is what a lot of them. That's why I guess that's why they you do. See, it. that's exactly why I cannot. I, I I will not do an open relationship because I'm gonna tell you this now. I will leave your behind before it gets to that point. And this is what killed me, and this is something that bothers me about the gay community. It's like they're so quick to always want equal rights, but you don't want, and you want you want uh, marriage and this that, and the other, but you don't want to follow the rules. You you feel that you want these rights, but at the same time, you want to be able to still at the same time be able to screw around and do whatever you want, by but still at the same time have the benefits of. Uh, marriage. I I don't get I, that either. Either you're gonna fit, either you're going to 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 fit the norm, or you're gonna you know what I'm saying. Either you're gonna comply, or you're not gonna comply. That that's my biggest thing right there. 
Well, and I wonder myself how many times, because I'm, you know, I've heard it too. I've, and a lot of times I've been there in the club with you, and we've both heard it. They say, oh, I'm in an open relationship. And you and me kind of look at each other and go, uh-huh, I bet they are. And, <laughs> you know, I wonder how many times they just say that. And really they're supposedly. I, don't the other, believe, I, I just don't believe that many people are doing that. Because I, I think that you never see the, I don't know. I wonder Whenever if it's just a phrase they say. Stop. I wonder if it's a phrase they say to get you to stop and not question it any further. Oh, we're in an open right. relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I just kind of nod my head and go, "Oh, that's nice." Well, hope it works out for you. Take care. But my thing is, if it's, if it's so open, why don't they never say it, like around their partner? Yeah. Yeah. Why is it always like, like when they say it, the other person's not present? Like, you know, it's, it's always there by themselves. Exactly. Probably because the other partner didn't know that it was an open relationship. Hmm. The other partner thinks he's probably at work somewhere. Exactly. Which makes me question what what's you're doing? Really? You guys have an open relationship? Where's your partner at? Oh, they're at work. Oh, so they're out there working while you're over here hoeing. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. You out here working while you up here working it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm really trying to keep this. To, but, yeah, like, I, I, I just, like I said, people need to step step their game up and, and, and you know, and start demanding more. Just, you know, demand, demand more out of these people. But still, at the same time, while you're demanding more, you got to make sure that you, you know that you're bringing what you're requesting because it, it, right. it's not fair for right. you to it's not it's not fair for you to um, demand that I should have A, B, and C when you don't have that to bring yeah. to the table either, or you don't have anything that you can. Bring to a relationship. To me, relationships should be something where you you should compliment that other person, and they should compliment you, and you guys should have something where you both you come together and you and you both are are being built up, or you're both getting something out of it. If that's not the case, then that that's not that's not a relationship to me. That's one sided. Right. Yeah. You know. But it goes back to the you know how much time we got left because they allow you to record up to one hour after your show. Okay. And I think we have about yeah, a little over six minutes left. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. And once again I just want everybody to know that we're gonna be having our anniversary shows starting on Monday. It's gonna be a really hot show. You guys really need to come on in and Make yourself at home, and I'm gonna get on here, and I'm gonna call Blog Talk Radio and see what's going on. So I don't know, this is crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I can't even have my guests call in because of this line. It's like the second or third week. How, going on. Yeah, I'm wondering how to how a couple people got through because I tried three or four times and I couldn't get it. Well, I don't know. I tried from my I'm home phone. I'm I'm supposed to have up 
to be able to have up to 25 callers at one time on here. Mm. And I'm going to call in and see what's going on because I pay too much money for this. Yeah. I hear you. And I could be, you know what I'm saying, I could be having, you know, because DeAndre said she had a couple a couple times she tried to call in and it was like that. And Brittany even told me she tried to call in one week and they said the same thing to her. So, to me, I could... I could be missing out on people calling in. You know, thinking mm-hmm. that I don't, I'm not having people listening or calling into the show when it's not like that. Yeah. Hopefully, tech support can provide some answers. Yeah. But yeah. Well, okay, we're gonna jump up off here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you in a few minutes. Okay, and as always, thanks for having me on. All right. We will see you guys on Monday. Good night. All right, good night.